0: Snaps. Better the snap than the fat, I always say.
1: Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit.
0: <laughs> Son of a bitch fucker.
1: <laughs> oh Lord. Whoa, hey, we're live What's going on, everybody? It's the King of Anime Podcast. You know, just a regular episode where nothing's happening and we're just gonna talk about some anime uh how are you guys doing this week
0: i am doing pretty damn good right now oh really any special reasons
1: as to why ea Uh,
0: i opened up a can of still reserve uh spike punch it's like eight percent alcohol and it's a 24 ounce i'm gonna finish this one and i have another one waiting for me Whenever I'm done with this one.
1: Ooh. Oh, Satsuki, what are you doing? I could
2: use a nap, but uh, I am drinking as well. I'm oh, wow. And once we get in the middle of the podcast, then I'm going to crack open the vodka, and all hell is going to break loose. Oh
1: my God. So, like, so, like, why are we all drinking tonight besides me? Who doesn't drink?
0: Uh, mean, don't we I'm do this all the time? Yeah. I thought this was like an intervention.
1: Oh, I didn't where you are drink.
0: I going to say, are we having a real talk right now? <laughs> well, like, I don't want I, I to stop. I face my fears head on. Me too, uh, by looking at looking at the bottom of a bottle. <laughs> oh my
1: god, this got really dark. It's 100 episodes of the King of Anime podcast. What the hell?
0: This is. Uh, just... <laughs>
1: What yeah, my
2: idea, my idea going into it was
1: much better. To get drunk?
0: Yes. And per- alcoholism? Yes. One hundred oh episode. One hundred so, episode. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 it's one hundred episode. K O A. You know what I say? It's the king of anime podcast if you don't like it I'm gonna go blast that ass oh baby yeah we still haven't rehearsed
1: that listen listen I do not condone any actions that any ass blasting EA is going to do is not really he may say where he's doing it for the KOA podcast he's not I don't know what he's doing he's drunk ugh Holographic donated a dollar, said the day of reckoning is upon us. But yeah, this is uh, the 100th episode of the King of Anime Podcast. We've been doing this for over two years now. Although uh, we took like a, um, a four or five months, hi- months hiatus. Um, and then we came back with uh, the spring season last year, actually. with uh, what, did we, what did we talk about? Tower of God. Amazing oh anime. Oh my
0: gosh. Don't remind me. Yeah, we talked about a bunch of overrated anime that season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, But that is what KOA is. It's a show where we eventually kill everything off in the middle of the season or whatever. Uh, <laughs> before
0: it gets better.
1: <laughs> yeah, before, typically, yeah. Um, but anyways, what's everybody doing in the chat? How's everybody doing? Uh, Holographic, Light Eagle, Mace Windex, Gojo's Domain, Super Bleach, Arthur G, Urinary, uh, Katie Williams, uh, Colt, How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing are, you, great. are
0: your nipples as hard as mine, chat? Why are your nipples hard? Because I'm drinking. That's what happens when you drink? I mean, sometimes. I mean, sometimes it doesn't do anything, and sometimes they get so hard it can cut glass. Wow. That sounds like a technique. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, watch me down this shot, and then just, ooh, watch this. There goes the glass. The drunken,
2: nipples, the drunken nipple... The
0: drunken
1: nipple blade. <laughs> yes. Oh.
0: Okay. The drunken right. nipple punch. It, it, that sounds like a kjo attack.
1: And this is oh, the last episode of the King of Anime podcast. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, uh, before we get
1: into the regular show, we're actually going to talk just about... A little bit about KOA, I guess. Because we can't really do anything special for KOA because it would take like it It would take a long time and a lot of effort to pull off a special episode of KOA because we also have you know the seasonal stuff we still got to cover every week um so yeah any stories about KOA you got
2: uh stories I don't really have stories but I I just want to say like how I was feeling when we first when I was uh first brought into the KOA podcast I had no I had no clue what I was getting myself into. I didn't know it was going to last this long. You know, it was just kind of like I I don't even remember how C approached me for this to be honest because it's been a, it's been a while. But I just remember going into it like, huh. Okay. I've never really done a podcast or like done something where like with the format of KOA where we're going to be covering multiple anime and talking about it. So it was kind of just a thing that I just wanted to try because it sounded like a fun idea. And two years later, I'm still here. And I think we progressively got better. You know, I definitely was nervous, like, the first couple of podcasts. Because, like I said, this was my first time doing something like this at all. But um, I think we got into the groove of it eventually. Um, you know, I got better at talking about things, uh, staying on time. The first podcast, I was literally watching an anime while we were doing a podcast because I was so um, unprepared. But like I said, we uh, I, we got better. I got better. Um, upgraded Mike. I used to be on my phone with janky internet, sometimes cutting out, sometimes dropping oh out of god. calls completely.
1: EA2. Um, <laughs> the, I-
0: the internet monster. It's got oh my um, god. Yeah, that fucking internet monster, I tell you. Great times. <laughs> But yeah, I, I guess that's my whole story about it. Um, When it comes to me, I'll try to make this brief, but basically I wasn't doing jack shit. Like I had given up on YouTube a long time ago, but then Rising wanted me to do a podcast with him with Akira. Did that. He then introduced me to the Discord, which then I was introduced to good old Ben over here we literally talked for like hours and I was playing video games and I was just chatting with them as if I knew this guy for, you know, my whole life. And then one day he came to me out of the blue and he said, Hey, you want to do a, you want to do a podcast with me? And I went, this is a joke, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I so thought this was, Ooh, excuse me. that This was just some kind of joke that wasn't even, I don't, I figured maybe maybe it was going to take like one maybe even two episodes before we gave up. I'm just like, okay. Maybe maybe one season and then we'll probably never do it again because I've been a part of things in the past, podcasts, videos, series, and they've never gone anywhere. We cuz I guess you could say I've always been around people that just never gave a shit. We always talked a big game but never did nothing. But the fact that we've been doing this for over two and a half years, going on three come fall season its just it's it's amazing, man, and I'm so incredibly happy to to know the fact that that we're doing this still and that we're able to keep this going and I look forward to this every week it's it's brought my appreciation back for anime into doing YouTube, and it's made me appreciate the small things in life you know i i now have two incredibly good friends out of this podcast now so i uh, i'm gonna cry i I, i'm glad to say that that you know this this was probably one of the best decisions of my life honestly
1: wow it's only downhill from here buddy
2: (laughs) That's why I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, that's another thing. I did not start off as an alcoholic or KOA. This is a recent thing, so maybe we're already in the downhill phase of it. We're in the downward spiral.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Uh, before uh, I read some of the Super Chats, thanks, everybody, for how much you've already donated, uh, which is pretty crazy. But, um, like, for me, I I don't think i, I think. I, I don't ever really talk about behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, if there's anything to do with, like, how I run my channel, I don't talk about it. If there's drama of any kind, I don't talk about it. If there's, you know, production issues, I typically don't talk about that kind of stuff unless it's like, oh, the video's delayed or whatever, or, you know, unless it's something I have to address. I otherwise just don't really talk about it. So a lot of what I'm about to say is probably new for the audience and gives a little bit of insight into how I thought about starting this podcast a couple years ago. For me, um, I was feeling really down at the time about the ReZero podcast. Uh, This was when Garfield and me were, were hosting. Garfield was not really wanting to do it anymore. And that put a little bit of strain on how I felt about doing the ReZero podcast at the time. And it... I really needed to, to go away from it, from it. And I had this whole plan where I was going to do this show where like, I would have like, uh, at the end of the year, I would have like, uh, like a multi-part event, like a whole week dedicated to like an award show of some kind for anime that whole year. And I talked to my good friends at the time, like Ab, uh, um Shambu, rising sun reviews. Some people you may know on my channel. And we, we we had it planned out. We were gonna do we were gonna do it. And eventually that all just kinda went away, and there's this channel that I was watching at the time. Uh F- 4 Star Bento, which is a uh spin-off of Team Four Star's channel, where they just talk about anime. Um they had the sh- they had they had anime FMK going on for almost a year, and they announced at the end of I believe it was the summer season that they would stop doing it, which which is, you know, for me that was like a big blow to me because that was like a lot of entertainment in my life. It brought me a lot of joy, and if they still brought it back, I would, you know, I would you know jump for joy because it's it's one of my favorite things they've ever done along with Dragon Ball Z abridged. So after they announced that, like, oh, it's going away, I was like, I just love this so much that I got to basically just straight copy it. So I did. Everything how Anime FMK works, like right down to the awards show, right down to how we kill and pass things, how many people are on the show, even even the host of it. I had the same name as the host of Anime FMK, Ben. Um, I copied it all. <laughs> And I just relabeled some stuff and, and put my own sticker on it, I suppose. And um, I asked, I first asked, um, who was it? I, I think I asked EA first. Because at the time, like, I, like EA said, me and him were talking. And we really just kind of clicked. And my thought process on who I wanted to find were people that were mature. People that wouldn't be flaky. People that, wouldn't go into the podcast and three weeks later just, you know, say, Oh, I'm sorry, I I missed this week. I needed to be sure from the start that the people that I got were people that were mature enough and responsible enough to go to the show every single week if we need so if we needed to. And as well just just do one thing and that's watch the anime and talk about it. I the reason why all of my podcasts or go on for so long isn't because we all work on it together. It isn't because, you know, I, you know, I, I get somebody, you know, that's special or anything like that. It works because I am the person that has this vision and I stick with it. And I have to, because of that, be flexible with people. So when we took that hiatus for like three or four months. I, like, I like when EA and, and Sotsky, when they proposed it to me, I was like, Yeah, let's do it. If you need a break, you need a break. KOA will be around for the long run. And sure, in the short term, may not be around for a while, but whatever. But I'm digressing. But going back to the like the people that I needed, EA was an adult, he had a kid. I knew he I knew for a fact. He was an adult because of that, and he had a, a house and mortgage and all that stuff. And uh, I got to know Sotsky a little bit before EA, I think. And I was a big fan of Sotsky actually. Um, I found his channel, I believe it was maybe eight, eight or so months, I want to say, before. And I just was watching his channel. I thought he was like a really cool dude. And I was like a big fan. I was a fan of Satsuki before I asked him to come on the podcast. And I think one night, I think we just started talking on Discord. And we did a video. Like he did a video. You can still find these videos, by the way. I did a video for his channel on Banana Fish, which got him like thousands of views. (laughs) And he did a channel... Uh, or he did a video on my channel for, I think it was a comparison between, you know, Gasai and uh, the chick from um, Happy Sugar Happy Life. Happy Sugar Life. Yeah, yeah. And that didn't get nearly as much views. But <laughs> but he was so willing to work on that because he sent me a, a, like uh, the main video and it didn't have an intro or an ending. It just got right into it. And I was like, hey, man. Like this needs an intro, and like, like forty or fifty minutes later, he comes. Like he sends it again, and it's got this hilarious intro, which uh, I think he was like like tied up somewhere or something like that. It was just hilarious, and I was like, "Holy crap! This guy's not only is this guy really smart and knows what he's talking about when it comes to anime, but like he's actually." funny too he has personality and we started talking about love live at the time i didn't really like love live i actually really hated it and we were talking and i was telling him like oh i hate this show and i was expecting for him to like get mad and you know have this argument over opinions but he was like oh that's cool man and i was like whoa He's a he's actually chill, and I remembered that. I remembered that, and sure enough, like a couple months later, I was like, "Hey, Sotsky, you want to be on a podcast?" And immediately he re- I remember this immediately responds to it, and he's just like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "What? What? <laughs> that was I, I think I even messaged him. I was like, "That was that was really easy." <laughs> I expected like having to go through all of it. Like I didn't even really explain the concept too much, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And that was that was kind of it. And that's kind of I guess uh as they say history. Um and since then we're we're now on, you know, episode 100. So that's pretty cool.
0: Oh yeah.
2: This is going to be in our book, so stay tuned for that in 2022.
1: We're
0: writing a book? Hell yeah. It's called Why Did We Agree to This? <laughs> Yo, dude,
1: I think the all-time worst season we've ever done was was fall 2020. Really? Remind
2: me what was in fall 2020? It was
1: it was rock climbing girls. Um... Oh
0: no, no,
2: no, that was not our worst season. No, no, oh, definitely. Dude, not. I
0: hated it. I hated it. I want to say fall 2019 was our worst because that was the year we went on hiatus. We 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 did... Yeah, we didn't three, even finish that season. We did three episodes. You were, you know, you won some time off. I got laid off from work. So we were all just in a down point of our life. And I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's come back in winter. <laughs>
2: yeah. So okay. oh, what, what, what we were watching that season was... Um... Damn! At that point, the only thing we were covering, I think, was Vinland. Um yeah, we was were great. covering um, Fire Force. Oh, oh my god! Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, so that had the legendary rant for me, yeah. where I yelled at the viewers. <laughs> and
0: if you Hor- like this, you're a horrible person.
2: <laughs> cover Oresuki, and uh, that might have yeah. been it.
0: I think that was uh, sh- fall 2019. That sounds like it, anyway. Yeah.
1: I also the year before, fall 2018, our first season. I think QRW six has the list of what we covered. Oh no,
2: I I know I know it off the, off the top of my head. That season was the worst to me. We covered Akane Satsuno Shoujo 69.69. 69, 69. <laughs> we covered Goblin Slayer. We covered we cover Circus we covered uh, Rerod D SSSSSS that's great man Slime Daddy Surinay
1: (laughs) we we killed Rerod at Surinay the first weeks
2: we literally killed everything that season we did not finish a single one
1: Slime Slime Daddy survived into the next season and got killed when Milam showed up (laughs) Yep. <laughs> we, we were like we were, we were, I just remember that I just remember watching the episode and being like this is dead
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was pretty bad
1: <laughs> sure enough we were just all on the same page we were like this girl's half naked it's it's, it's done <laughs> Um,
0: do you have any favorite moments of the show
1: oh god oh. Uh, so uh,
0: many it,
2: it's more recent, uh I will wanna choose something. Well, uh, there's there's two things, I and mean, it both comes from EA. Um,
0: uh-huh.
2: because they're just so memorable. The first one is uh the, the Filoli
1: <laughs>
2: screech. That will always stick in my mind. Like I don't think I'll ever forget that. That's and great. then the other one is the uh EA's interpretation of the space lolly <laughs> and uh, Adachi Toshimamura. No, that sticks in my mind
0: as well. Dude, yeah. I died of laughter. That, that whole that. the whole time I watched Adachi Shimamura, I hated it so much, and I was talking nonstop <laughs> about wanting to kill the
1: space lolly. Yeah, that's where shotgunning, drop kicking lollies came from.
0: Yeah, and you just sounded so concerned. You're like. You still won't call it a person <laughs> yeah. when it came out it was an alien. I was like, what did I tell you? I was right
2: the the three pancakes stick sticks out to me as well oh. I no why.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why either, just because it's it was just a, such an insignificant scene in the whole show, but I remember just because. Of how stupid it was. It's like, oh, so, okay, so we're going to tell a story about a lake or something. But the thing that's going to do her in is, <laughs> is the pancakes. The, the daughter of a great demon dies from pancakes.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Holy crap. Um, uh. I think for me, you know, this morning I uploaded a video on it. Uh, was how many times I said, I fucking hate this show in reference to Goblin Slayer. My God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I remember talking about that show, and, like, I think that's the only time people in recent memory that can go back and legitimately hear me, like, legit fuming, getting angry over an actual anime. I don't do that. With Goblin Slayer, I was like, it made my blood boil. I was like, I can't, I do not want to watch this. But it survived like five or six weeks. And I just remember dying. And Satsuki at one point, he was like, he was, he was like the first week he was like, I'm killing this or whatever, or, or something like that. And um, it didn't go through because the first week we killed Reride the D because it aired like five episodes in one week. It was sh- such a shit series. Um, <laughs> I don't remember anything about that show besides Time's he has, uh, yeah, like a lolly girlfriend or something. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> In Terminator, apparently.
1: Yeah, Terminator. Terminator. Um, but like, I remember like the second week, I was like, oh, it'll die second week, it'll be good. I think he was said on the podcast. And the next week Satsi's like, you know what? I actually like this show.
2: And wow. got it was passed. more so just the the episode was just like it was like, I was like, oh wait, this episode's okay. <laughs> I can't kill it. Yeah. <laughs> but by, by by the law of the, the the podcast, I can't kill it. It's, it's alright. I'd have a and, problem with it. And
1: I just I remember that's that's the week I'm pretty sure that I'm gonna nuke this from fucking orbit. <laughs> that quote came about and that's, I don't think I've nuked anything from Orbit in a long time, so.
0: Yeah, its it's been a minute. Freaking, I, I like that show up until a certain point. Like, I think I stopped liking Goblin Slayer whenever, I don't know, something to do with Witch Bobs, I think it was what. No, kinda, I was Witch bobs. Like, you know what? I, i okay, I'll go ahead and I'll kill it. And then I remember you being so fucking happy. You were, <laughs> you were like, oh, I was like. Yeah! That's like it was, was a so deep happy. guttural yes. <laughs> dude,
1: dude, that was yeah, that's my that's Goblin Sayer will always it, it will always be the shittiest series for me.
0: Um some of my highlights of the show real quick are Sotsky impromptu rapping after he said he needed a beat was <laughs> Dude, incredible. that was yes,
1: that was great. <laughs>
0: I love that. You can find me at your bitches house. <laughs> Fornicating with your spell. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to laugh as I was doing the beatbox. <laughs> and then, oh, uh... God. There's that one. And, uh... I don't know, just me being drunk for the first time on the podcast. Doing lolly math. Or, not lolly math. Oh. Just like... Oh. Well, you did that too. Just math in general. She was a fucking 12. Uh... Yeah, I was really drunk that night, I remember. And I I don't know, I I said a few things that maybe will come to bite me, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> you said a few, yeah.
0: I said a few. And then uh yeah, of course the alien alien noise and Ben just dying, crying <laughs> tears, saying that I can't see you, <laughs> as he as he's just crying so hard from laughter. Yeah, oh, that's God. um Good times, good times.
1: Too good, too good. Um so I actually found the, the the notebook from the first season of KOA. It has everything, pretty sure, and probably a little bit more, of what we talked about in the first season of KOA. The first page, the first, the first thing written in this is actually the introduction video. So the first episode of the podcast is actually like an introduction about what we're going to be talking about in that season. <clears throat> huh. And, like, I have all this stuff written down, and I don't have a single fucking clue what some of it means, but it's it's titled King of Anime, and it has the date, nine twenty twenty eighteen, 2018 And it has a list of all the shows we're talking about, so it's got Akane, Sasu, Shoujo, Slime Daddy, Rewrite, all that stuff. <laughs> then it... it <laughs> There's like a middle section here. It says golden common. Wii second season SAO radiant Ulysses and bunny girl. Senpai. Huh. And I have no idea why that's there, but I have like listed out all of the rules and I haven't read these. So I, I wonder if these rules are actually the same rules that we use to this day on this podcast. Let's see. So the first rule is we have to choose up to seven anime.
0: No, that's, that's definitely definitely not true now. Well, I mean, we did get six this season.
1: Yeah, well. thanks to Hollow. Yeah, I think we do five now. So we, we yeah. rectified that rule to five. Um,
0: yeah, that killed us the first season.
1: So, anime pass by getting two more passes. That's, you know, and the same thing with kills. Mm-hmm. Um, tied anime go to the viewer and will be selected and announced the day after on Twitter. I think we just do it in the live stream now. So. Yeah. How we got rid of the promised goofy land,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they voted for that over X arm.
1: And the last one is award show at the end to declare the king of fall 2018.
0: Good times, always look yeah. for a war show. Yeah. yeah, war shows great. So I think it's pretty much accurate, other than how many we watch. Yeah, so
1: podcast hasn't changed much, apparently. God! looking through this like I have like a so if people aren't like aware like before we used to do like intro synopsis like I would like after it's it's completely copied from anime FMK they would do like these funny synopsis to explain what happened in the episode and stuff and we don't do that anymore because fuck that but like I used to have like written down like if I it was a pass or a kill and like these days I'm like I don't need that. I got like we go into it pretty sure without any of that stuff, but I have written down all of the synopsis that I read out for Goblin Slayer. <laughs> so I think I think one okay, well go ahead. <laughs> I want I wanna read these. I want to see your guys reaction to this cuz cuz they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> episode so this is episode 1 of Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer episode 1 is about being as edgy as possible. Lots of needless vi <laughs> lots of needless violence, on-screen rape and dumbass characters nobody likes. Goblin Slayer is bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that I remember that very well and I came to defend it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I echoed those same sentiments. <laughs> S- 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 yeah, sentiments. Sentiments. Uh, let's see where's the other one.
1: Oh, here we are. Um, actually, I'm not sure what the fuck. Some of it's hard to read. Uh, God bless Air episode two. Nothing is happening. It's the same thing <laughs> as episode one, but like watching paint dry. Is it over? Oh God, thank you. I like turtles.
0: Yep. I remember that one too.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, that was, there's one of these, like I wrote down and it's almost unintelligible. There's gotta be. Cause I remember
0: all oh, this one's this good show. No good. Me smart. No thing.
1: <laughs> Some of them are written like that. Goblin Slayer. Episode three is just them talking. This anime is bad and boring. <laughs> I also found out that I would rather watch a Logan Paul video than another Goblin Slayer episode. It saddens me each time I have to watch this show. Why does it have to be me? What did I do? Is it something I said? I'm like in denial. Oh. That's so funny. Oh God. Let's see. Oh god, there's some notes for like... Oh! Oh, so this is where I started labeling Berserk 2018 instead of Goblin Slayer in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the days pass. Yet another week of hell awaits me. I pass out in the welcoming embrace of my chair. The chair is warm, unlike that which tries to stimulate me. Watching it, I am filled with many emotions. Boredom, ironic joy, berserk 2018. This show is not good.
0: (laughs) You need to become like a freaking writer or something, Ernest Hemingway.
1: Oh, God. I I don't know. I don't know about that. So so did we kill it on episode five?
0: I think it was five, yeah. That sounds right.
1: So this one's pretty long. Episode 5 of Goblin Slayer. I have completely disconnected from reality. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I see fields of green. In that field is all of the anime that is good. After watching the greats like Cowboy Bebop, Evangelion, and Season 3 of Spice and Wolf, something starts to display on my TV. Season 3. I don't notice it at first, but it's Goblin Slayer. Doing the only thing a person would do, I cut my life into pieces. This is my last <laughs> resort. <laughs>
0: I was singing that the other night while drunk. Oh, that's so funny.
1: Okay, I think Yeah, I think after that week we were down to Slime Daddy and Car Curry Circus. So yeah, that's it. That is my uh my creative writing for how I felt week to week watching Goblin Slayer. Oh
0: my god. They're telling us that we should finish Goblin Slayer.
1: Oh, God, no. No. Kill me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think that's one thing we learned <clears throat> with the King of Enemy podcast. Uh, we're still learning it, so it's not a it's not a complete product, but we've learned to choose shows better. Oh, that yeah. first season, or the first podcast we did that season, 20, the 2018 fall season was... A grim reminder that we should be very careful about what we choose. Because me choosing a Kane Sasu shojo should have never happened.
0: <laughs> I picked Reride the D because it had a funny name. I should have I should have picked a better one. Yo,
1: the we had the odds against us. I was picking stuff like I think I picked Slime Daddy, which is that's another thing about that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I dubbed the name Slime Daddy, and I'm pretty sure. Because of me, that's why everybody calls it Slime Daddy.
0: Yeah, we we kind of are trendsetters like that.
1: Yeah, I I am fairly certain that Slime Daddy being in the, in the lexicon of anime degenerates is because of because of us.
2: And we also have the promised Goofy Land. <laughs> oh,
0: promised fucking Goofy Land. Satsuki's Fever Dream? Yes. An X-arm the time i sold my soul man i'll never forget that
1: <laughs> so uh catching up on some super chats before we uh wrap it up by talking about um our top 10 anime we covered on koa so far mizu says for five dollars and another five dollars congratulations man really that's insane the big 100 cheers to 200 and yes we will get there if we can get it to 100 we <laughs> we will get to 200 um sir um uh, mitsu also says satsuki i feel that i'm going through that right now on my own podcast all the time i suppose there you go Yes. Yeah. As, as for some comments that stand out um <laughs> hollow says ben can you tell us that you will hit 200 episodes yes qrw6 says do a documentary Super Bleach says a K.O.A. manga would be fire.
0: Oh, dude, I would love a manga. Who who's our artist? Satsuki. Wait. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, Satsuki, make it happen.
1: All right, I'll do it. Scarlet Disaster says, "Should I watch Goblin Slayer just to watch your videos about it?" No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's a yes say, for me. Eh? I
0: say yes. There's a chick that's, like, blind and has enormous boobs. Watch it.
1: <laughs> window bobs.
0: Well, there's her, too. She's, there's window bobs, and then there's blind bobs. <laughs> and witch bobs. There's a lot of bobs in the show. And I ain't talking about dudes, either. You know what I'm saying. Uh,
1: uh, Cruiser says, if only the Promised Neverland got an adaptation. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, um, never did yeah um lightning eagle says uh it's like goblin slayer poetry (laughs) (laughs) bill says i like this new format of koa being a poetry reading (laughs) urinary says it's like a journal recording ben's descent into madness
0: it really was uh, for for that time i thought that's why I thought the show was going to end before it even got off the ground. I'm like, "Oh god, he's going to have an emotional <laughs> breakdown and he's going to be like, fuck winter 20 uh whatever year it was, 19. I'm never doing it. And I remember that year being really good. 2019 was a good year." Hol-
1: uh Nick Tram donates $10 says, "Congratulations on making it y'all." Holographic donates a combination of or a collection of $2 says it sounds like Ben was on a bad acid trip, and I call it slime daddy because of you. Oh, that's Mizu uh, for that second one. Sorry, I apologize. Um, so I think Satsuki came up with this idea to list the top ten anime that we've watched so far. So Satsuki and completed and completed. So Satsuki, take it away.
2: Um, so like yeah, the criteria for this was for us to have finished these anime and out of all the anime that we finished over the course of these uh 2 years two 2 plus years um we finished 14 a total of 14 anime Woo! so yeah we had a pool of 14 anime to choose from and if you guys want to know those 14 anime that um <laughs> we have completed it is the promise neverland not to be confused with the promise goofyland i know a lot of people make those mistakes <laughs> Completely different one. Uh, Shield Hero, Mob Psycho 2, Carolyn Tuesday, One Punch Man Second Season, Vinland Saga. Uh, they... Scene Yesterday for Me, Re Zero Season 2, Part 1. My Teen Romantic Comedy Snap food Climax! Exclamation point. X Arm, which is very funny.
1: <laughs> Mushoko
2: Tensei, Attack on Titan, The Final Season, Part 1. And Wonder Egg Priority, so those are the fourteen anime we have finished. Amazing! I think we all have our individual list. Um, I didn't make the collective one, but I think we, I think I, th- I think everybody can say that like their individual list. So yeah. I, I, I guess I'll start. Um, from I'll, I'll start from the bottom. So my number ten out of all the anime we finished is Wonder Egg Priority. Um, number nine is My Team Romantic Comedy Snafu Climax. I know that's sort of low i wasn't a big fan of the last season uh eight is shield hero seven is mushoko tensei kind of, that that actually surprised me a little uh six is re-zero season two part one five is Mob psycho two four is the promised neverland again not to be confused with goofy land <laughs> and th- three is carolyn tuesday two is veyland saga and one if you've been on my channel you should You would have already guessed it. It's Attack on Titan, the final season part one.
0: Nice, nice list. Here's my list list for... Oh, I don't know what happened. All right, here's my list for everyone that wants to know, because I know everybody's clamoring to know what EA's top 10 completed. KOA ones are... (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little neighbor (laughs) Number 10, One Punch Man Season 2. Number nine, Mashoko Tensei. The promised Goofy Land, No Promise Neverland, uh, nice. Season One. Number eight, Number Seven is Rezero, Season Two, Part One. It's a shame we never saw Part Two because of Kotakawa. Okay. Uh, six, Shield Hero, which was a huge surprise to me, just because I was so close to killing that sucker, and then, you know, you came in and pleaded your case please i swear it gets better <laughs> the bad cgi t-rex and the full allies they're gonna go away trust me <laughs> number five is carolyn tuesday uh love that show number four mob psycho 2 also love that show number three vinland saga i love that that was, that was a great surprise i love that show number two attack on titan final season part one and if y'all know me Number one is My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu, the final season, also known as Climax. And I don't oh know. I just really love that show. It's, it's, it was just so rewarding just to finish that show, not only in general, but with friends. So it was great.
1: <laughs> uh, so before I do mine, since we're at 34 concur- concurrent viewers, if we could get this podcast to 100 likes... 100 episodes I'd, I'd I'd probably cry maybe I've maybe seen him do it <laughs> so my number 10 is X-Arm what? it's X-Arm what? I picked I picked X-Arm
0: alright because gonna be 200 episodes I'm done <laughs> <laughs> the end of the podcast
1: okay I picked I picked X-Arm because um I think it's very symbolic of what comes to number one. But, uh, you know, in that same season, we had one of the greatest anime ever. And so, it only made sense that in that same season, we had one of the worst anime ever to happen. So, why not put X-Arm at the bottom of that list? Just saying. Just saying. My number nine was Sing Yesterday for me. I know these two didn't really like it too much because of the ending. I thought, like, whatever... Like I didn't mind the ending too much, and I rather enjoyed it. Like the art direction for it. it was pretty cool, based off a of nineties manga, which is also extra cool. Number eight, Arte.
0: Who doesn't love Arte? Art. uh I love Arte. Yeah, she really yeah. Cut her own tits off.
2: <laughs> No, not 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 the show. The character. The show is fine, but yeah, Arte fine. herself is great.
0: Yeah, I, I love I love her. She's like an underrated character in my opinion she's super strong and super willing to chop them off <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love
1: how she tries to pick up that bag of clay and she's like just picks it up in the complete wrong way and I'm like you're gonna have a hernia <laughs> no doubt she never does and yeah she's super strong she's super swole Arte is just she's she's a she's a really fun character I really enjoyed her. And it was also fun to make a lot of Assassin's Creed references. Um, yeah, sure. Number seven is Wonder Egg Priority. Really enjoyed this show, for, especially just for what it's worth. I think it's pretty interesting, and despite its flaws, um, I think it makes for, even though it's pretty convoluted at times, a pretty memorable experience, I think. Number six, Shield Hero. Pretty much... Just just for the ending, I think. Because I think that ending is just so memeable uh, and, and just, it's so satisfying.
0: Good old bitch, Summer.
1: <laughs> her, well, that was her traveling name. I think her name was actually okay. Slut.
0: Slut or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that.
1: Number five, Mushoku Tensei, which is very surprising for me because, you know, I was doing this list and I... And I like, it was totally different from my original one and... Mushoko Tensei literally started at 10 and it just climbed to number five. And I think that's perfect for where, I, for my taste, because even though despite, I think we had an issue with one episode and there's a lot of really weird fetishy stuff in this anime, Mushoko Tensei like defies that, I think. And it just becomes much more than what it's being held back by. Um, I was watching a Bob Samurai video And in his video, he talks about it as like, it's a 10 course meal, but there's a little tiny piece of poop right on the edge of one plate and you have to eat it. So how are you you're going to eat at the end, at the beginning, or or just, you're going to down it. it? But no, that's what like watching Mishuko Tensei is like. You have to eat that tiny piece of poop. You 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 don't like it.
0: You got to flick it off your plate and pretend like you did. (laughs) (laughs) My
1: Lord. Number four is SNAFU. Yes. Um, SNAFU was one of those things where we did a KOA on it. And I think we did it in preparation for the final season, or maybe before it was even announced. I can't, I can't remember. But this was something that was we were pretty excited for because SNAFU is, like, in the lore of KOA. It's, like, in the very first real episode of KOA where I remember EA saying to me, like, like you let downy roha or something like that. So <laughs> we brought up Stafu yes. Sna- in the very first episode.
2: It, it was one of those shows where we all watched before we even,
0: you know, had to do a podcast or anything about it. That's true. Yeah, we didn't have to convince one another to watch it. We all just kind of watched it and we all knew the characters and we loved it.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, we got a donation. Cameron Goldburn has donated a dollar. Test dono. This is just
0: a test. I was that real or was that a test?
1: I think it was a test. Um, my number three and number two and number one are the exact same as Satsuki's. Carol and Tuesday for number three, two Vinland Saga and one Attack on the Titan final season part one. These two are my favorite anime that we've ever talked about on King of Anime podcast. When I think of King of Anime podcast, I think about of these three anime. Um i I don't know why, but it's it it's just it those anime are now synonymous to me with k o a and that's i don't know that's just the way it is amazing any final thoughts on us being old boomers
0: uh man I'm a boomer? yeah. you are now <laughs> Join the club I guess oh, i've sure. been a boomer uh any final thoughts I'm definitely glad to be doing this I hope to do I hope to do many more, and I still, I still, I think a dream of mine would be, you know, once everything opens back up and everything, I want to do a live panel podcast. I want That'd be pretty fun. One. I think that would be awesome, because I've always been on the other side looking up at people. I think it would be cool to finally be up on that stage, and then having, just to hear fans cheer your name, KOAs, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just overthinking this shit in my head because I, you know, I'm thinking, oh yeah, people are gonna want to totally see us. And maybe there's gonna be like five people that would want to see us live. But I think, I think it would be awesome just to just to do that one day. Even if we did it once, I'd I'd be happy. Hold up, hold up.
1: Cameron oh. Goldburn. Says, thanks for doing a great job. See, ReZero podcast was amazing. He donates. Whoa. $150.
0: Holy shit. What the fuck? Well, we reached our goal. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: All right, I'm kind of intoxicated. Can uh, <laughs> Wait. Can
0: I get a recap?
1: Cameron Goldburn. Someone,
0: someone donated to us. They said, we love you, man. Oh, donated
1: doing? $150, Satsuki. What the fuck? You didn't say anything oh, that time. Oh shit.
0: Oh.
2: Oh you believe that? Damn. <laughs> what the fuck? He's what really we into he do? it now. No, I legit did not process that in my mind until you <laughs> until you restated it.
0: You're like, oh it's only a dollar fifty. No no fuck? no. Take that decimal point and put it all the way to the end. Oh shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Is
1: this just a hollow alt or something?
0: I don't know. Is he, like, related to James Cameron? (laughs) Director of one of the greatest movies of all time. Titanic? No. It's it's okay. (laughs) I think it's a little overrated, in my opinion. But, um, no. Terminator 2 and Aliens. The one with the S. Those are his best films. Avatar avatars and god that that okay that one is more overrated than titanic that's dances with wolves with fern gully uh shit doesn't matter Only saw it because it was 3d
1: yeah that's true that's true uh so yes thank you for the extremely gracious donation of 150 dollars. holy very, crap
0: very generous of you thank you james cameron
1: uh, but we gotta get into the actual show itself, or everybody's I can't gonna. believe
2: James Cameron knows us. Oh. <laughs> Wait, do we have to watch anime to get into the show?
0: Just ask it for uh, a friend. We were supposed to watch? I thought yes. we were just celebrating us being awesome.
1: Oh my god. Oh my lord. What?
0: Fuck. I what think the... I messed
1: up. What the fuck? Okay. Hollow donates $150. What? Oh no. What the?
0: Another one?
2: What, what? I guess all the other donations was just like warm ups. No disrespect to you guys, but I, ah. the, 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 the the big boys have entered the building.
0: Hey! Oh God! They're about to be dropping oh, loads. Oh God! Oh my God! Oh, Dick Trim donates twenty five
1: dollars. Have here, have money.
0: Well, that's I what guess they said. Here I, have I, money. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think C Tactics is about to have an ulcer. Thank you, Nick Tram.
2: Lord have mercy, I'm about to
0: buzz. <laughs> Heavens to Betsy. I lost the tinkle.
1: Uh can we uh Tokyo Tokyo Revengers? Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh what? Did you guys think? Bill shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That came off as mean, but. (laughs) Bill's not even here. Yes, he is. He's right there in the chat.
1: Oh, my God. He said, stop giving the money.
0: Yeah. Oh, Um, they are horrible
1: people who hate
0: puppies. I love puppies, especially the cute little, uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, uh. Boxer Terriers, those are so cute. French Bulldogs, those <sighs> are adorable. The little Frenchies.
1: Hollow donates a $1. dollar. Hundred dollars is way too low of a goal. I don't know what you want from me. What do you want from me?
0: <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> um Tokyo I'll get Revengers. Started. Yeah, I'll get started. Look. I gave this show so much shit for plot inconsistencies in and whatever. This this whole episode just rectified it. Freaking, I forget his name. Abby or Abu. Anyway, the guy with the sleeve. He pushed the dude off the edge and then he saved him. Like the the brother saved him and picked him up. And that's how he went back in time. And now that makes sense. It all makes sense, and Hina-chan, I wouldn't bring her anywhere, because she seems like she wants to start a fight everywhere she goes.
1: <laughs> Hina's worse than the gang members.
0: Right, right. The gang members, they're, they are they kind of keep to themselves unless you stare at them, then they'll want to knock your lights out. Hina-chan just goes over and says, I'm, I'm going to take you out, <laughs> and I'm going to elbow you in the throat. It's just... No, Hina, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you don't want to <laughs> oh get God. me in trouble. And if you're with someone that's like that, you know, you don't want to be with them. I'm just saying because who wants to be with someone who talks all that shit and then you have to fight their fucking battles? <laughs> Listen, I,
1: okay. all I'm gonna say is that how did Hina die when she's this much of a badass?
0: Right, right. She, I think she got crushed by a car.
2: I mean, I don't know. Maybe they like. Maybe it was actually a tank. And They just like <laughs> didn't want to let that. It, it had to be public. a tank,
1: dude. Yeah, he is like One really Punch Man.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> like when she said, "Like if you have any troubles, I will help you." She was not kidding. <laughs>
2: Well, maybe she just, like, over time became very complacent and just, like, lost her way, kind of like Fat Thor. So she became, like, Fat
0: Hinata. Fucking Fat Thor.
2: Yeah. She, like, lost her power over time. So, like, the Hinata who was, like, age 20, in her 20s, is not the same Hinata that we've seen before. Badass. Will fight anybody. Will speak her mind completely. She just became, like... we'll Will just kiss any man. Wow. There you go.
1: All right. Okay. Uh, This episode was pretty awesome. I really liked him interacting. I think this is the first episode we, we were able to interact with one of his, like, friends from when he was in, in middle school as an adult, and yeah. it ends in a very... Um, I think people will say it's a dark scene. To me, it was a very eerie scene just for how it played out, and... Looking at it from like a, an overview of the whole story and what's happened so far, and how just like it felt so out of nowhere, but not in a bad way, or but in an eerie sense, like what's going on here, like that kind of thing.
0: Dude, um, freaking, I had a feeling Akun was going to jump, yeah. Especially when he got on the edge, I was like, he's about to take the freaking plunge. Sure enough, he did. Just had a feeling. I knew he didn't want to be a bad guy. He's just kind of forced to be in a bad guy. And, uh... Uh... Oh, yeah. The funny, funniest part of this whole show was when he thought he was holding Hina's hands, and he was actually holding... <laughs> <laughs> holding the brother's hands! And then he went back in time and t- I was like, oh, that's the link, is him in his hands for some reason.
1: Dude... Dude, that's such a like real moment he had there too. Like when you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna hold the hand of the girl I love," with you know, in this this special moment, and it's like somebody else.
0: I fucking died. I was laughing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, holographic donates a dollar. Said how to make it at even three fifty. Oh my god. Uh, Cameron Goldburn donates three dollars. Says Tokyo Avengers is fascinating. Eighty six slaps. Two you or eternity made me cry like a little bitch. I added that part in little bitch part. <laughs>
2: um, <clears throat> I wanted to say, I, I'm okay. They cleared up the inconsistency I was complaining about with the train scene, but it, it's still a weird scene to me. Like how close the train was to him when he was supposed to get hit, and in in between the time that um told saved him, it's like. How did he have enough time to reach out his hand to save him? <laughs> because yeah. a train was like—it's—it's it's a fucking train. I want to remind people: it's a train, it's not a car, it's a fucking train that doesn't stop and is going fast as hell. It's oh, like good. how does someone just reach their hand out and save you seconds before you get run
1: over? Like, I, th- I think that's—I think that's like Ludo narrative dissonance. I think that's what's happening there. So, I. I think it's one, and if you don't know what Ludo narrative distance
0: is. I was going um, to say, please I explain say, that to I me. I have no fucking idea.
1: So it's kind of like in a video game where in Uncharted, like, Drake kills like a thousand people, but he's perceived as the good guy. It's one of those things where it's like, artistically in the show, it's represented as he saved him, even though we saw the scene, it doesn't look like it. It's there artistically to represent that he's in danger and to not... Uh, give away the twist or uh, an important plot point before it should be given away to build anticipation.
2: See, this is why C is the host because that word was putting me in a fucking blender.
0: Yeah, no no, no narrative (laughs) dissonance. Ludo
1: narrative
2: dissonance. I think I get get the point. Um, Okay, so there is still it's not an inconsistency, Okay. But it's still a problem of how Naoto knew it. And I think Akun... Uh, that's his name, right? Ak- Akun?
1: Something <laughs> like that? Yeah.
2: Akun
0: Akun!
2: Yeah, he brought up something like how did he know that you were going to be hit by that train? And before that point, uh, we never seen time travel or whatever this is supposed to be. So... There is still that issue of how he knew he was going to be hit by that train.
1: Because it's a time loop and he, the brother, is actually the first person to time travel and realize that this is a time loop and break out of the time loop, therefore breaking out of the Matrix and being able to save everybody by saving Takemichi and saving his sister and then saving the world.
2: That could be a thing. But at the very least, that at least gives you the hint that Naoto is also somebody who can retain his memories while uh, traveling back in time because otherwise it doesn't make sense for him to instinctively know that uh, Takamichi is going to be hit by that train when uh, he was supposed to. So I think it's telling you that at the very least, other people can time travel or it's like reading Steiner with Steins Gate where you can retain your memories when you go back in time. Maybe something like that.
1: Yeah, he, but, yeah. You know, uh, you know, um, his girlfriend is uh, is Christina.
2: She's no Christina, but you <laughs> know, he, he' not as fun. I like her.
1: <laughs> I would C- quote C- something from sizegate but it's been a while since I've seen it, so I can't. But um... Kurisu has so- Kurisu has what? 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 The what? Fuck? what is this? What is happening? What hello is... is this the promise to hand taking over <laughs> EA, are you okay? this? EA are you okay EA are you okay what is are gonna, happening
2: are we going to get copyrighted <laughs> what the <laughs> f- <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> me when i'm drunk <laughs> We're gonna get copyrighted by somebody.
0: No, I don't know who. It's totally fine. <clears throat> That's the sound I make <laughs> when I'm drunk. So that oh, is a you. are a original
2: fool. EA sound. Yeah.
0: That came from <laughs> your might, mouth. It might it it might be from Conker's Bad Fur Day, but. <laughs> 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 it, uh... Nintendo oh my... and Rare, we love you. Please don't copy Strong Rides <laughs> Strike Us. <clears throat>
1: oh my god.
0: Uh Cruiser says, Turn it up, the
1: song slaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron says, What is happening? And, and it then proceeds to say, right in front of my chicken. What does that mean?
0: <laughs> that, are we are we interrupting you between you and your chicken? <laughs> we'll continue continue on
2: doing what on the day of my chicken coop.
0: <laughs> on this I didn't get the day, day off of my father my daughter's way right <laughs> Oh
2: my god. Yeah, um,
1: I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um yeah, I, I with Tokyo Reventers though with this episode, uh I think what's really gonna be cool though is just seeing how all of the rest of his friends turns out. Because I think to get the perfect end for him, like, I think I said this before, but he's probably going to have to save not just his girlfriend, but literally everyone that, like, isn't supposed to die. If that makes sense. So all of his <coughs> friends uh, and his girlfriend and the little brother, again, probably. Listen to this. Jesus.
2: <laughs> that is the the sound of the apocalypse,
1: people. <laughs> Solo says on a scale, "Oh God, of one Ds, how drunk is EA?" And you just got your answer.
0: Fuck yes. <laughs> oh my god, he's like transcending like time. I told oh. you, it's my second still reserve twenty twenty four forty. I'm about <laughs> to drink a forty ounce forty eight.
2: Oh my god. He basically just told us like, I'm using 50% of my power.
0: Yeah. This Dude, is he's like nully. Goku. I'm not even there yet. I'm I'm sorry. I interrupted. Continue.
1: Okay. I'm scared. Um. Any final thoughts on Tokyo Revengers?
0: Yeah, it was a great show. I I hope they get that um guy that's a piece of shit Oh, uh return glasses. Bad. Yeah, glasses boy. He turned he turned um Mikey bad. All he wants to do is fight but not be too aggressive. He wants to be a little aggressive.
2: Uh, right. I, I think that's an interesting thing. We haven't seen Sano in the present, so I wonder how different he is because we saw We saw that Takamichi had uh, faith that Akuna would be the same, and he was for the most part, even though he had the tattoo, the haircut, the women, the money, and everything. He was still the same person to his core, but I don't think that's... If he applies that logic to everybody, I think he's going to be disappointed eventually. So It's just a matter of who is that going to... Who's going to be that person that changes over time? Because everybody's not going to say the same to their core. Um... They're going to be a product of, like, you know, because he's keeping these memories of these people when they're in middle school. So, like, a, a lot can change from middle school to adulthood. So I want to see, like, who's going to be that person that drastically changes from uh, Takamichi's perspective of them in the past. And I feel like Sano would be one of those people. Um, So I think they're saving that for later. So that would be interesting to see um, meeting him in a present and seeing how much he's changed. But I'm still I'm still iffy on if the time travel mechanic is actually what we believe it is. I think there's going to be a lot more nuance to it, or it's, it's just going to be like a red herring to where like things completely flip on us. Already That's know what I
0: feel. What oh, shit. I already know. Yep. How did, how did you come about this information? Well, I I put it together because, you know, I my big brain. So, whenever they touch each other's hands, they they touch each, each other's you know what? I probably shouldn't say. <laughs> I was going to say sources, big brain. Yeah, they they touch they touch they each touch other's each big other's, brain. Yeah, exactly. And then that's how they go back in time. Yeah. So that way you, you you don't have to worry about going back by shaking each other's hands and saying, I'm not going to go back in time. Everybody. No, no, just shake my hand. It's going to be great. We have to touch each other's brains for it to activate.
1: It's like one of those yeah. action movies where, it's where the guy's like, take my hand. Instead, mm-hmm. EA's like, shake
0: my hand. Shake my hand. I'll take you back exactly 12 years into the past. <laughs>
1: Uh, Holographic says EA is unlocking Ultra Instinct, and I oh, fuck, love Tokyo yes, I Raiders.
0: I am. I am unlocking it. <gasps> is Tokyo
2: Raiders this show, but just Raiders? <laughs>
0: uh, what if they made, like, an EDM show about this and called it Tokyo Ravers? <laughs> oh, no.
1: EA's drunk. Of... Uh, I think this this series is really gonna start hitting in the middle, like near the middle, like like episodes eight to like fourteen or sixteen. I think There's this is this is gonna be re- like a really good series, and it's already tell- like like getting really good. So I'm glad I'm, I picked it.
2: I'm anticipating a big twist in the show, like a really really big one. I know Turns that's being out, very vague, but I think it's gonna have to do with the time travel mechanic. Yeah. I, I just don't know what it is.
1: Turns out this is the prequel to *Reride the D*.
2: If that if happens, <laughs> I, I am dropping it. No question.
0: Automatic kill.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm passing it. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah
0: passing, pass,
1: pass. I Forgot
2: this is a podcast. Uh, pass. Yeah, shit.
1: Let's talk about '86.
0: Uh, I
1: got. I I love this show. Can I just say I love the show? Can I say that? Yeah, There's...
0: you love more than the show, though.
1: What What do I love more than the show?
0: You love Vlad Exquazela, or whatever uh, her name is. Per,
1: per, I need the proof, the physical evidence, that I love Vladelina.
0: Oh, yeah, that's her name. Uh, last week, you said you wanted to go in-depth with them boobs for 30 minutes. The, what? I remember that vaguely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no! You... That never happened you said you wanted to know No! You know, what just, just like the song i want to know what turns you Do on. you not
2: want to know though see that's the question
1: that's that's a different see? conversation for a different see, day see
0: that he he says nothing which means yes <laughs> oh my god it's okay buddy we all like tits
1: Slotsky, talk about this episode of 86.
0: Okay, so this episode of 86
2: is a very good episode. I like the fact that this is something I've been talking about before, that the 86 are not going to be somebody or they're not going to be people who just readily accept Lena. She's, like I already talked about this before, I feel like she has to go to the battlefield for them to really be acquainted with each other and truly bond. Because it's more of just them talking to each other just because it's like you know it's a part of the job you know it's a little more to it because they acknowledge that lane is trying to be nice and trying to be a good person but and she's not like the rest of the other handlers that they dealt with in the past but again uh someone outright said that i'm just like just because of who we are in our backgrounds i'm never going to be cool with you like we can have this professional relationship but as far that's as far as it, it'll go so i like the fact that that was like clearly stated in this episode we saw Lena try to uh deepen their bonds by learning all their names and eventually they all consented and they gave their real name so that was a good scene um i just want to say too lana reminds me a lot of saber and the fact that they're very idealistic characters and and in in the show, their ideals are always challenged. And that's why I like I also like Lena's friend. I forget I forget her name. I think it's like Annette or something like that. Um, I like her role in the story, not really her character, because we haven't been seeing too much of it, but her role in the story seems to be like a balance of realism and uh just being friendly with Lena because she always tells her like how everybody else will see her but she'll deliver it it in a way that she can absorb it without trying to like directly fighting her you know it's like just it's like a friend breaking bad news to you like she'll look at some of the things Lena is doing is like you know um this probably is going to look good you're probably not going to be successful in this position you probably should get out of the military and you know her being her friend she can say stuff like that and it reaches Lena. So I think her role in the story is very important. Um but yeah, th- those are my takeaways.
0: Dude, let's go to Japan. I just saw this ad about and we, sh- we 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 should go. It's, I think it would be fun. There is nothing in Japan for me. What do you mean? <laughs> you don't want to go for the food and and and, and the, the the fun stuff and the, the... You know, you could get yourself, like, an Asian honey whenever everything's all said and done.
2: This is true. I could get me
0: an Asian honey, but I could also get me an Asian honey in America. That is cool. Well, see, now, if you went to Japan, you could take her to America. Just say, look at me. I'm, I'm American. She'd be like, ooh so I yeah take me take me number with you number one hamburger country nice 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 <laughs> yeah but anyway um we're talking about oh god i'm faded love um, show the show i'm gonna try to put my thoughts together hold on
1: <laughs> okay you got so, a minute
0: to do that yeah i know well i saw this ad and i was like that looks so much fun and I got distracted. and Then I read holographic saying EA's in different dimension, and then Lightning Eagle <laughs> quoting, me, quoting me saying, "Okay, buddy, we all like tits." <laughs> EA
2: right now is talking to hieroglyphics. Like, we can't understand it right now.
0: <laughs> so basically, um, the show's good. What happened in the show? Uh, oh she was talking. She was talking to him, saying that she wants to know their names. She wants. Yeah. To, she's like the movie. She wants to know your name. Whoever hasn't seen your name, it's a great film. Watch it. And uh, then I think they they don't like her, but they at least are like, okay, we'll chit chat with you because, you know, you're not so bad. You you're cool. And All I right. think uh, there was a cat in there. Didn't they call the cat Whitey?
2: They all have different names for the cat
0: Right, they call him by the color of his fur And uh, I noticed the 86 Don't they call the uh, other people white pigs? Yes Yeah, it's kind of racist Yeah, aren't they also white? (laughs) (laughs) No I mean, the, the, the white hair, I think, is what it is yeah. Is yeah. I, I don't think it's indicated as skin, it's just like the you Right, know. right, right. It's 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 the hair because it's supposed to be pure because you know, it's all bullshit. Anyway, a great show. See, I know you let you have feelings, but the show is good. <laughs> yeah, too. I do.
1: I yes, I do have feelings. <laughs> Thank you. Uh for for me, uh I oh agree God. with Sotsky and, and it's saying hard. Insane that uh I do think this is gonna I eventually blame
2: I often get blamed.
0: You told me to bring the drinks and I was like <laughs> I guess it's a special occasion, I'll do it. <laughs> I guess it's you know what? I could have said no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. I I. In a... I'm gonna
1: <laughs> um I agree with Sotsky and Sotsky saying that, that this is gonna eventually end up with them all meeting in person. And I think that's gonna be like the biggest hurdle um to them becoming uh for, for letting Lena in their group. Um Yeah. I don't. I don't remember what I was going to say at
0: this point. Lena well, to be talking that shit. Oh, she didn't even eat her flan. Wait, your flan? What? She I didn't think eat her flan. flan. Is it flan oh, or pudding or whatever? You know flan. You know it's just, yeah. it's the uh, pudding with the caramel and drizzle on top. Yeah, that's good shit. That's some good yeah. shit if you haven't ever ate that. <laughs> it's... But it's um fantastic. Uh, she didn't even eat hers because she was so worried. And her friend's like, fuck them bitches, and was just eating hers like it was nothing. Verbatim. Right. She said that. And I'm like, she needs to get new friends. Well, I actually think, I,
2: like, like like I was saying, me liking her role in the story, she's not someone that is going to like tell Lena what she wants to hear. That's why I like her, because she keeps it real. And I think... She keeps it real while maintaining her friendship with her. She'll tell her she'll tell Lena when she thinks she's being foolish. Like she doesn't hide anything from her. And you can tell she actually cares about her well-being. That's why she doesn't want her to be in the military. Because mm-hmm, yeah. especially in this uh, this this squad because we've heard what what has happened to the handlers. They all end up dead. So she's looking out for her even though it's not always in the prettiest words, she's not always, you know, nice about it. But like I said, she's not like a big character so far. She hasn't had much screen time, but I just like her relationship, her dynamic and her role in the story so far.
1: I think, um, you know, because of all that, you know, um, in the last episode, I think she made pudding as well. And this episode, she made the flan. And I think that's a really nice, another way to show through visual storytelling and not just through her actions as in form of words that she cares a lot about Lena because what she's putting into these, you know, these foods is like really authentic foods. And which also I think adds to the world building too. So it's like, you know, a two for one because apparently I guess eggs are very hard to come by. So she's really just in like these little snacks. She's like, you know treating her to something special and i think that's another way to show that that she really cares about her but i actually really like those scenes with with those two as well <clears throat> i think those scenes are the scenes i look forward to the most because it really grounds lena back down to reality and it's i think it's just really cool to see lena interact with characters that that are like in her own like her own hometown or whatever Mm -hmm. because we see her interact with the people of the 86 like all the time and i think that really opens up her character fleshes her out and grounds her down a little bit and uh i think that's why lena is such a an interesting character so far along with characters like undertaker because they're kind of they're kind of the the main like commanders Ride in their bike, son. What?
0: I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I just saw my son riding by, riding his bike. I'm like, there you go. Ride that bike. <laughs> oh Are we talking about... Uh, no, you're still talking about... 86. Um, 86 but, uh... Right. You know, I was born in 87.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just a reminder, people, we have three shows to go. I don't... I don't know what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> oh, I know what's gonna happen. Fucking Vivi's gonna get it. <laughs> really? is good, good. Fupaask is good. Vivi, so you- on the other hand, <laughs> oh, I'm God. I'm God. gonna th- I I'll save my words. for when I, we go you next,
1: don't, we don't we know what you think.
0: <laughs> no, no, you don't. You, you don't. you don't just say to- it. She's gonna I'm gonna to- go I, more I in depth in a different way. I'm gonna go more in depth in like... this show. The show thought... Vivi.
1: Listen I thought to... you
0: meant it in like a Krillin way. Like Vivi can get it. I mean, yeah, Krillin can get any kind what? of android. Because, you know, he's he's that kind of dude. But I don't think Krillin's gonna be saving the world in this one. <laughs> yeah, he's kinda of bald. He's bald and he's got uh He's got 18, you know. Vivi's cut, kind of, he's just like blue hair. Fuck that shit.
1: Uh, so, 86 is, you know, uh, my my opinion, my top two favorite uh, shows right now are uh, Two Your Eternity and Fruits Basket, but, but 86 is like right behind it, like right below it. And all it needs yeah. is another really yeah. good episode like this one. To really put it up there for me. Um you
0: have love for for Linda. L- L- Linda? Or Vladdy. <laughs> oh the The fuck's your name? Vlad Linda. Vlad Vlad the Impaler. That's it. You have love <laughs> for Vlad.
1: Lightning Eagle says, yo, lol, EA is cracking me up, I'm trying to draw. <laughs> I want to ask, if you haven't already, be sure to give this podcast a, a like. Share it out with your friends. Because EA, EA is going to say some shit that's going to get me
0: fucking banned. And no, it no. needs to be seen by everybody. No, 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 no. Come on now. <laughs> we haven't got to Vivi yet.
2: Uh, all right. Um. So that's where it all goes now.
0: Yeah
1: graphics says EA needs a play- EA needs a play-by-play play for each second.
0: Each second of what? <laughs> of existence. Don't Bill exist.
1: Billy says EA should make a habit of getting super drunk for KOA even though it'll most likely kill him.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is so mean.
1: Man. Uh, holographic says, didn't EA have like one bottle?
0: Oh no, no, no! no, no. <laughs> listen, holographic, listen. This is if you go online to your website, it's called <laughs> Still Reserve to, to his website. Spike Punch. Yeah, he has his own. Fuck it. It's a uh, twenty-four ounces per can, and now I'm on my second one, so I'm I'm gonna be drinking forty-eight ounces of eight percent alcohol. Still Reserve Spike Punch. So. Get wrecked, son.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh... I don't know.
0: I don't know. He's making it seem like I'm only drinking like a little <laughs> bottle. Is that true. Mace Windex says,
1: "Why is it April Goal and not May?" I don't know. I guess I forgot to change it.
0: You should change it to Super Badassery. That month has not been invented yet.
1: <laughs> He's about to
0: invent it.
2: Uh, oh, I, th- I think the last thing I want to mention is the fact, are, um Lena's father, because uh, we saw his death in this episode, or a little bit oh of man. it. We don't really know the details of it, but th- his death is very suspicious to me. They said that he was taken out by enemies, which would make sense since he was on the battlefield. So it would make sense that he, you know, died in the crosshairs of everything, but given that who he was he was also a person who echoed lena's uh ideals <laughs> with you know caring for the 86 and treating them as people and uh teaching people the true history i feel like it was an inside job and they they took him out because they didn't yeah. want him to keep spreading those, those ideals Bastards. And that, is, that is something that probably will happen to lena which will maybe force her to uh oh. kind of
0: live in exile with the 86. They're gonna yeah. take Maybe away her
1: work. they're gonna take away so her garter
0: gonna, belts. You're gonna have a widow there, i
1: I'm what are you
0: talking about? I'm talking about you love her. My lover? C so loves Lana? Yeah, oh he my, loves her. Go. It's so it's good. We're killing our passing us. With
2: my hands. No. Oh. I will. I will not dote on any of these characters because it seems like I have like the luck of death. Any character I love will
0: probably die eventually. I know so. which one's gonna die. Oh, El- yeah, Elsa. i have an Elsa, right? It's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when? A po- when is the podcast ending? This, this is the last ending. episode, right? This is the last
0: one. This is all downward spiral e a sports and Fort for the next phase. Hollow, I'm a cheap date. What can I say uh I'm passing it, so I guess we're all passing it. oh yeah, I'm passing it oh, Holo yeah, sure. said, so again hollow I've told people this i'm a I'm a cheap date you know <laughs> nobody I don't have to spend that much to get drunk. I just take a few shots and I'm good.
2: That is a good thing, though, Hollow. You would want to be a lightweight. I'm a very lightweight. You know, it, it, people people put a lot of stock in being a heavy drinker and being able to, like, drink a lot without being drunk. But would you really want that? Would you want to pay for drinks on Drinks and Drinks? And, Fuck no. Because the goal is to be
0: intoxicated. So Right. I pregame it before I go out to places. Oh, shit. Holy shit! Are you you're like an alcoholic? I know only when I'm gonna go out and have fun. When I mean, obviously, when I'm working, I'm sober as a bird. But when it comes to this, I I mean, it's a hundred episodes. Come on, come on, man. Let's get those. Let's get those donations. Come on. That's it's just what. He wants the donations to buy No, more no, I, I love being with you guys. You're my friends. <laughs> True. But donations. Your You're my best friend. Gonna hug and roll around. Kissing it, go to town. Bill says
1: every time you guys talk about this anime, I think about the Green Day song. If you don't know is Green Day,
0: there's a Vivi song called Green Day? No, there's or... a Green Day song called I... 86. I said fucking backwards.
1: Ola <sighs> says you want more donations? God damn it. Um,
0: Are I'm you not gonna... entertained? Let's Give talk... me the donations!
1: <laughs> Let's talk about Vivi.
0: Alright. So, right. Shall we tear into this ass? Okay.
1: okay. okay yeah. That's the
0: weird thing about... I, okay, I, I, I want you guys to speak first. Okay. Because we have different opinions. Okay, here, right. go EA. here. here Here it is with Vivi. Um, This whole episode was about him trying to save a woman that he fell in love with when he was like a kid. Not a woman, it's a robot. Like he got all backwards. He, um... What am I trying to say? Like, weren't they supposed to upload a virus, and now he's trying to, like, save her? A virus in the shape of a virus, may I add. Right. Like an actual virus from the human body. And then he tried... He's, like, trying to save her. He has a gun, doesn't shoot Vivi. Vivi snaps that one bitch's neck, and and now his wife, who's plugged in with all kinds of electronics, is now dead. So, what... (laughs) What the fuck was this episode? There's no prophecy!
1: <laughs> there is no prophecy.
0: There is yes. no prophecy. This what is was, the prophecy?
1: This was the last time for the prophecy, and the prophecy did not happen uh, for any of the prophetic episodes. <laughs> the pro- Vivi is not a prophecy. There Vivi is, no is fo- dead.
0: Vivi, there is no prophecy. What, what prophecy was there? That she is gonna ride on some fucking cubes and then, you know, sing a song?
1: I thought it was ridiculous that he falls in love with a robot because I felt like that was just, it was the easiest thing this series could have done. It's like, oh my God, we have robots. So let's have something, some human fall in love with a robot because that's not like we have never seen that before. Yeah. And. (sighs) And 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 she's she's obviously like responding in a robot way, like anything to make you happy. And he's like, oh, oh man, humming a like, I, f-? I
0: want what I want th-? to fill in those silicones.
1: She literally just stated that that she is doing anything to make him happy because that's cause that's her programming, and he's like, D- so is that a yes? Like, like it, it just felt <laughs> like another episode meant to cater to like like. Like a, like a like a weeb like core like like this episode was meant for the weeb that is lonely and wants to date robots.
0: That's exactly what it was. It was nothing but the weeb core. It's the weeb core the exactly weeb, the weeb lonely core
1: yeah I mean that's that's increasingly what this show has been feeling like. It just feels like a bunch of fantasies like to pay had. Which, by the way, I'm starting to think just to has no like actual traits that make him that makes him stand out, because there's he's, still nothing. He likes lollies. Uh, well, there's no even there's no fucking lollies in this show, and he's got like a billy yeah. of them running around a re-zero with no pants on. So
0: yeah, that bitch.
1: <laughs> like this show is a bunch of growing ass androids. Android girls doing, you know, stereotypical things that all, you know, lonely guys would enjoy. And this is just not why I wanted to watch this show. I wanted to watch this show because it, the cover had a girl with blue hair and I was like, Oh my God, are she going to like blow shit up and like fight people? And admittedly she does. And it's pretty cool when she does that, but it's, it. but beyond that, it's just very mediocre. It's, it's, It's like it's it's the perfect example of like a six or a seven out of ten anime that excels Mm -hmm. at doing stuff to stand out just enough to make it seem like it's better than what it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think heading in with the right expectations for people like me, because I know a lot of people actually really like this show and that's fine. I, I think heading in with the right expectations, if you're someone like me, like this show is a a decent watch it's fun like i'm probably gonna finish a show if if we do ever end up killing it on koa just because you know it's interesting enough i like love the art it's just the story is nonsense it's just it's just a bunch of stuff happening because it needs to happen so that a bunch of so it fills out the quota of the lonely guy that what a lonely guy wants that's just what it feels like
0: i don't know what a girl wants, what a girl needs, whatever uh, makes uh, her happy.
1: Uh, Holographic has donated a dollar. Is this, is this, is this Capella sending this? You worthless creatures think you're worthy of my tender love and affection? the gentle touch of a maiden, my perfect flawless figure. Gah!
0: <laughs> I'm not worthless of your tender love. I'll swipe left on you, bitch.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think you've seen what Capella looks like, so you probably would. Swipe Show left. me. Show me. I just search up ReZero Capella. All right. Is Capella the one with the big moves? I wolves?
0: I no. this. No, oh, she is not. Is she not. the lolly? Zero. She's the lolly. Okay, never mind. I know who uh, she is. How do you spell it? Acapella. She's the tan lolly.
1: Yeah, but so well, no. yeah.
2: No thanks. <clears throat> I yeah, thought see. we were talking about the other one.
1: No, oh, this woods. woman ain't shit. <laughs> Cameron says uh, you... it's Capella the fire truck. It's a regional podcast uh, got reference.
0: Wings and looks anorexic. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. make.
1: <laughs> Mace Windex says, anatomically correct. And then Cruiser replies, are the cubes anatomically correct? So... (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So, we still, I don't think, which is, I, I think is the biggest mystery. And maybe, maybe this has to do with another prophecy. We can, we can, you know, somebody can come by and make up or something like that. And that is, is Vivi anatomically correct? Because we get glimpses of it every episode or so. Where you see her with your shirt she's off.
0: Not. Oh, she's not? Okay. No, no. She's a robot. Is this like Chobits? No, no, where, no. no listen, listen, listen. The whole point of him wanting to blow up the island was to make his wife anatomically correct. <laughs> <laughs> you love that joke. <laughs> it's, so, it's so stupid because... He wants to marry her and do all these other things, and wants to save her, but you know, he can never have children.
2: That's good. That's a good thing in some people's eyes.
0: Cruiser says every yeah, week. Yeah, that's true.
1: Cruiser says every week my favorite show gets dumpstered on KOA. I'm, I apologize. Well, I apologize for that.
2: Li- listen, I've not given Sorry. my take on it. I will. I will give you hope, uh, <laughs> Cruiser.
1: I mean, listen, so. listen. Here, here's my thing about here. Here it here it is. Here, here's the here is the DL. If everybody's cool with it, I'm cool with continuing it. Like if 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 EA and Satsuki are really enjoying it, cool. Because it's it's like it's like about you know it's like rock climbing girls, except for I'm not annoyed by it. So Satsuki, you take it away. Well, I,
2: I'll say to that like I don't if if you guys kill it it's not going to affect me like i'm I'm still going to uh, continue watching it i'm intrigued by the show um i don't think it's been like it lived up to the expectations piled on by other people by it because a lot of people have been saying like it's one of the masterpieces Talkin one of the best anime of this year and i don't Talkin agree with that over,
0: overrated is this show
2: yeah it's it's overrated but i don't think it's bad in the slightest i don't think any of us think it's bad but I disagree with you guys' uh, take on this episode. I actually thought this was the best episode of Vivi. I thought the whole dilemma of Vivi <laughs> finally having the consequence of seeing how her ideals kind of I guess conflict with her with what with her goal. Like the the, the scene where she sees um I don't I don't remember his name but the guy who was trying to save his wife the entire time was an android. Where... Dr.
0: Kevorkian.
2: That that was his name? I, I can't take your... I'm, I'm sorry, EA. I can't take your word because you're... I'm telling you're... you, it was Dr.
0: Kevorkian.
2: I'm, I'm sure that's right.
1: It is. <laughs>
2: uh, the doctor. Um the scene where she's looking at her hands and you see the red blood and the blue blood to me that that screenshot was so great because her whole goal it it, and it's kind of like extended because her whole goal is to sing for everybody make everybody happy with her music but throughout the series it's been extended to saving people you know people always ask her like like you know what is your like what is your mission like what are you actually tasked to do and she says like you know to sing for people and to make them happy and whatnot but again we see that extend to doing other things where it's not necessarily geared towards singing so when you see her uh trying to work in the interest of humanity and her actions end up uh putting blood of a human on her hands i thought that was just a very great scene and uh like someone said someone say character development character development and character growth is are different to me so it's like that scene i think could lead to character growth with her because it really messed with her at the end so i think that could lead to her maybe deviating from her original goal and uh i know we made the joke about this like being like uh, Detroit become human oh but God. in the same way she be- she could become a deviant and go yeah. away from her original goal and become a human literally become a human with she's... her own ideals with her own thoughts and whatnot so I think she's... this episode was a staple for
0: something like that to happen she's gonna become automatopically correct I think she's a t- a t- a t- I don't know what the
2: word you just said but that
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's gonna become it. She's she saw the red and the blue. She's like, fuck it. I'm American, and now she's gonna become anatomically correct. Cause she's American. Cause she realizes she's American. She
1: automatically yeah, comes anatomically had blue correct. and the
0: red and the white, she's like America. <laughs> <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. Coming again the same motherfucking day. Yeah. Um, Lick my nuts and suck on my balls. I I, I felt like throughout the- <laughs>
2: like once we got to a certain point, like things kind of became predictable. I I felt like I knew the doctor was going to kill himself. Me too. Um, once he became. Like. Once he became lots of suicide uh, this
0: week. To- right.
2: Oh yeah, true. Oh, uh, once he became resigned to the idea that he had to kill his wife. I felt like that. That's where he was. Where the story was leading because um, we didn't know anything about his life other than his wife, his android wife. So, as far as we knew, his wife was his life. I'm not trying to make a pun or trying to rhyme, but that's just how it is. The life of Breaking.
1: the wife is Breaking. ended by Did the dive.
0: By, <laughs> by the dive. Where is that bloody wife? In the... no, I fuck. all right but yeah the his
2: his his wife was was his reason for living and he he tried his damnedest to save her but uh from what vivi and uh i guess we can't call him teddy bear anymore but annoying cube said (laughs) that basically her conscience was spread amongst the other robots and whatnot so it was impossible to get it's kind of like trying to gather fucking Blades of grass on a garden. Like, it's impossible. You just can't do it. So, they could not salvage his wife. It was never going to be the same. He tried to do what he could. He tried to make a replica so he could transfer the data and so that the vessel could become his wife, but it just couldn't happen. So, I also like the resolve of him just like letting that go and uh, letting Vivi, Vivi do her thing to try to save humanity. Um, but of course, like at the end of the day, that was his wife. Uh we can make fun of him for like it being an android, but I also think that them showing that his his uh mom abandoned him showed us his dependence on the android and why he fell in love with her because that was like the only person he had during those uh down times. So for me, I thought this episode finally validated people who kept calling it good. But I don't. while I don't think the other episodes previous to this one are very good, either they're like mediocre to okay to okay, that's kind of good. This episode finally made me go, okay, this is something that I can get on board with when you guys are hyping it. But that's how I felt.
1: You know when like somebody just makes like a really good argument and totally crumbles anything you've ever said before? Yeah, that's what just happened.
0: I still um, hate it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot, I cannot defeat drunk EA. <laughs> uh, drunk
0: EA is undefeated.
1: Listen, Satsuki can like I, he could get me to watch Goblin Slayer again. Like he could put it into words, and I'd oh be like, God, "All it.
0: right, we'll watch Blind Bob's and Witchy." I don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> but the thing is you could, that you you could use that power for evil, you just don't. Um I I listen, okay, 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 okay. I made up my mind before Sasuke said anything, so here we go. Here we go. I haven't seen enough to kill this show yet. Last week I gave it the courtesy pass. This episode Oh fuck, I'll give it a pass just because uh, just just because I, I i feel like may not be too fair for me to just kill it right now i, I, I mm, it's i am
0: holographics mm. wants me to pass this so i'm passing it what the fuck He's, that's all that's, it takes
1: that's all it takes
0: he said that i was a nice guy hey okay. wait you're being manipulated am i yes i'm i'm kind of in the state yeah you're I kind can. of
2: in a vulnerable state where people will manipula- <laughs> well, manipulate f- you because they know you
0: don't fuck hollow, then <laughs> I'm gonna kill it change my mind <laughs> okay. uh, 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 can't keep my head up uh, <laughs> I'm to slow down
1: um so uh, EA uh, before... do we do Passy? Well, no, before Sasuke gives his answer, uh EA, can you sing the Vivi opening? Oh,
0: yeah, oh, fuck. They only played it like a thousand times in this episode. Uh, it's, um... It's... Uh... How's it go? It's... I want... My pleasure! My pleasure! be de I'm gonna love a love of you. <laughs> that's it. That's the song. And I'm gonna make you mine forever till the end of time. <laughs> For you will this always is the be my song? friend. And you will be my friend again. Dude, this is a punk rock song. This <laughs> is. is. Oh my so God. I'm killing it. Hollow East, you did say something. You said... I'm going to take a drug advantage of him.
1: A drug advantage?
0: <laughs> you say he's going to take a drug advantage of me.
1: Uh, Saucy's passing it. I already know he's passing it. Mace Windex says, two, for two pounds, EA, yeah, don't let them influence
0: you and pass it. So, there you go. Fuck it, then I'm passing it. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I'm my own person.
1: Uh to your eternity. What do you guys think?
0: Oh my god. Fantastic show. I uh I I, I have to say that that one woman I, I don't like her anymore. She's a lying bitch and uh The
1: evil mercenary guard?
0: Yeah, she's I I, I gave her the benefit of the doubt many a times, like Oh god oh, Tossi's gonna love she's her. No no. Dude, no, no, no. She's she's a damn liar. No, EA. Oh EA. When when
1: why are we doing this? When when he pulls the when she pulls the leash on Fushi, like the rope, I was like, oh Satsi's gonna love that.
2: Oh my god. I am not a a fendom degenerate. I have I have like morals and shit. That's not what and your ethics. Elsa
1: and and, and pr- 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 Priscilla Don't forget love. As
2: death. and has just, just wait. Just wait till when I get my turn. I will tell you as how I feel I,
0: about her. As if I understand, though. Sasuke, you and I, we both love Esda.
2: But she's like the worst of them. She
1: is, but she's great.
2: <laughs> this is true.
1: Um, On the 100th episode of King of Anime Podcast, Sasuke is actually sane. Who knew?
2: Of course, always.
0: But, um... What happened in this episode? They ate some food, passed the fuck out. Again, in jail. This is
1: like Nino. They got all their drugs from Nino.
0: They they need to learn to stop eating shit because every time they eat something of theirs, they pass out. It happened to March multiple times. <laughs> she and, ate the um, weird black Jello. She ate the. But eat this. Uh-huh. <laughs> now eat this. Uh-huh. She's so influential. Um. I didn't know those spikes that were inside the bear were arrows. I thought they were just, like, weird random spikes. Damn. That was crazy. And, uh... Freaking, I thought it was cool how Wolfie changed back and forth this whole episode. And, uh... Like at one point, he kept saying it hurts. He died. He died. He died. He died. Like that's like that's all he knew. He die, He died. And then eventually he just went, Arigato. Arigato.
1: He died.
0: He said it in his fucking sleep. He was just sleeping. He died. He died. But. I'm digging the show, and now they're gonna escape because homeboy tried to get some, and then she was just like, "Now I got your penis in a blender, and now you're going to learn not to mess with me." So yeah, oh yeah, when the, when the see guy what happens next episode,
1: when the guy's like, "If you do what, uh, if you just stay nice and quiet," I was like, "Oh, you're losing your dick. You're losing your dick."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> dick's going bye-bye. It's, <laughs> go, it, it's gonna be fed to the dead. Uh, bear,
1: <laughs> and he deserves it too, cause wow, really? what an asshole!
0: Seriously,
1: saucy. What do you I... have to say?
0: What do you have to say for yourself? You sick pervert. Me? You sexy son of a bitch. Oh, no, okay, <laughs> so
2: okay. Thank you. First, first of EA. Thank you. But oh, you're very okay.
0: Well. So let's let,
2: let's talk about how y'all say. Because I am still consistent with what I said about her last episode. I don't think her. And... <laughs> I almost got to explain this to people. For, for... No, 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 no. Let, let, let's go back before then. My waifu list does not include waifus who are just like good moral people. A lot of them are clinically insane. A lot of them need therapy. Okay. But I acknowledge that some of them are <laughs> fucking crazy. I know that. I just say that I am the person who can help them through it. I am that person that could weather through the storm. That's just, that's the whole thing, okay? Let's get that out of the way. That includes Elsa, death, Priscilla. You cannot weather those storms. Those storms are unweatherable. Maybe not Priscilla. She would probably fucking kill me. But, uh... I'm, I'm more scared of Priscilla than Elsa, by the way. But... Okay, so with Hayase, her whole thing, what what I brought up last podcast, is that the fact that she's not really malicious, but she is too pragmatic to the point where a lot of her actions will look just so heinous and indefensible, like what she did in this episode, because we saw... Like, one of the worst things she did in this episode was have those prisoners try to fight against this person that they perceive as a god who is immortal. Uh, when they're, like, stabbing Fushi and whatnot, and they get promises that they'll be freed if they can kill him. It's like, she's doing that with the intent, or at least with the idea that they're not gonna fucking secede. It's just, she's using these people as pawns because they're, uh, they're expendable. So, Stuff like that again, it's pragmatic it's all there's a point to it there's not it's not just her doing it just because she feels this sadistic urge to do it. It's just in her mind it's like, okay, we have these prisoners who aren't going to contribute to society other than doing stuff like this, doing our dirty work, so I might as well do it again pragmatic very uh practical, but Saucy, this just
1: sounds like how you're defending Elsa and Priscilla.
2: No, but this this is the thing What I'm trying to say. First of all, I'm not really even a Hayase fan. That's first of all. But what I'm saying is she's not, like, a bad person, but she does a lot of bad shit. And I think there's a difference, and I think we had to kind of, like, we had to separate the two a lot of times. Because, like, okay, like, if we want to bring up Elsa and whatnot, her intentions are bad. <laughs> A lot of her intentions are bad. Like, she wants to fucking murder you and cut your belly open and whatnot. But Hayase is not like that. It's just that uh, while she would be someone willing to do that if the end goal was good. That's what I'm trying to say, I guess.
0: Arigato. 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 Itai. 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 You're You're dying. Dying.
2: I, I think I think our my my co-hosts have devolved into wolves <laughs> before my very eyes.
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Arigato. Ooh. Who wants to get tattoos?
1: <sighs> Not me.
0: Are we talking two year immortal
2: or two year eternity tattoos? uh no of our waifus
0: just get oh right on us oh god I elsa and
1: priscilla <laughs>
0: yeah get a uh as i'm gonna get i'll get an esteth one you can get a elsa one
1: this is like it would this is like the the like the story of how tenacious d became to be they both have tattoos on their ass of Tanakh yeah. and they have to knock it's just d
0: rent with their rock
1: yeah Can we talk about how adorable March is? Yeah, March
0: is. She's a cutie. She is adorable with the whole... I'm, this is my little baby, and I'm its mama. (laughs) That's my favorite part. Gonna rub rub its booty.
1: That's that's my favorite thing about March is that she's like, Fushi doesn't have a mother, so I'm its mother. (laughs) She's like five.
2: Oh, my God. She, yeah, she's just lugging around this big-ass adult. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm the mom. <laughs> and, I, I, I really appreciate shows that can, like, change the tone of a scene at, at a dime. Because, like, throughout this episode, it's kind of like we go to those comedic scenes where things are very lighthearted, where we're seeing, like, Fushi uh, as a wolf, like, pee. While they're on the way to the yeah. new village, uh, we're yeah. we're seeing the the bath scene, uh, but then it, it can like I like I said, it could switch on a dime to where they get locked up, and then there's the attempted rape scene. There's um, you know, the scene where uh, even before that, the scene where March comes to the realization that she'll probably never see her parents and uh when she see is another family it's like all those feelings like set in i think a a good tale of a show is when it can just make you feel those make you feel those emotions when they want you to and that's what this show is doing like every anytime there's a comedic scene i'm laughing anytime they try to get serious i'm i'm a, i'm along with them so I, I really like how this show can just convey all those emotions and make you feel what it wants to at any time
0: I'm almost done with my second still reserve <laughs> let that be the last one please <laughs> I think it will I, I think <laughs> everything is feels heavy I'm <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, so um, we'll finish it live on the air here we go alright
1: <laughs> alright <laughs> Uh, um ugh. Ugh. I love I love when Fushi is Joan. They're just in, in their cell and he's just like, I'm gonna dig a hole. And he just <laughs> digs a hole and March comes along with him. Oh, that was so cute. And I love when uh when, when Hayase Hayase comes in, she hides under the uh the Oniguma. And Hayase just you know, walks past the oniguma, and she's like, "Well, we'll get her to do it," and just pulls out the little crab toy, plushie mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, <laughs> March will not let go of it. Uh it's good stuff. Good stuff. The show is pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, it throughout the throughout the episode before, uh, March and I can't remember what were we, uh, Perona, Perona Perona when when they get locked up, I remember just feeling like on edge with Ayase because I wasn't sure that she was someone that we could trust because like, you know, it was a whole heel turn where she's like, okay, you guys can come to our village and I'll pay for your food and whatnot. But the whole time, everything is happening. I'm just on edge because I'm like, is she now being nice because like the threat of Oniguma is gone and, uh, the fact that she doesn't have to sacrifice these sacrifice these people is like she is she being nice because the mission is done or is there more to it? And um, you know, my suspicions were realized when we find out that she drugs everybody and locks them up. So yeah, that, that 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 that's another thing. It's just man, I was on edge for those times where they were having fun.
0: I've been locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. Okay. Um, they locked up. They won't let me out. No. Oh, they, they won't, won't let, let me, me out. out. Yeah. Snaps. <laughs> I'm
1: keep my head up. Um, I will say about Perona is uh, she's like one of my favorite characters in the show because she's kind of the heroine that's doing all of the cool shit. Um. She's, you know, scaling walls, making rope out of uh, Joanne's hair, um, or Fushi's hair, what do you want to call it? Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's she's really cool. I really, I really like, she's like the MacGyver of this show. She's just very crafty. Um, and, and, she fits my taste, because I, I love a girl that can kick my ass, so...
2: There you Spike go. Spiegel, yeah, exactly, That's
1: exactly. I'm a, I'm just like Spike in that sense. So, um, yeah, yeah. Perona's
2: Perona's pretty cool. Um, I was gonna say she turned to show it to like fucking Uncharted.
1: She yes, she yes. I was gonna say I was gonna compare it to Lara Croft, but yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. She is pretty crafty. So she is a little though as I, well.
1: I mean, she takes a tumble and like cuts open her head so like she's like a rebar through the stomach away from being Laura Croft at this point
2: she did that and then proceeded to beat up a guy
1: yeah she's yeah yeah she's amazing I love her she's gonna die I
2: <laughs> I've not read the manga but I feel <laughs> like a character like her is just poised to die
1: Ah, you hate me um I'm passing
0: it.
2: Yeah, this show's excellent. I was not on a hype train when people were talking about how much of a masterpiece the first episode was, even though I love the first episode. I just hate when people give a crown to a show that hasn't, like, had time to show itself. But I think throughout... We're we're on episode four, right? For the show. Yeah. I think with four episodes, I am... Happy to give it its flowers and crown it. This show is one of the best anime um, or non sequel anime this year, not just even this season. So uh, I want to give it, give it its credit. It's, it's been doing its thing. I love this show so far.
1: EA, you passing it?
0: I think I overdid it. Oh, God. Alright. Okay, EA's passing in. He fine. may be passed out. I mean, I'm... I'm... Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Alright. Uh,
1: so, uh, let's move on to Fruits Basket. Uh, but before we jump into our discussion on Fruits Basket, make sure to share this out with your friends. Give this video a like if you have not already. Let's get it to 100 likes for in our last show, and we're on 49 likes. So if we can get it to 100, I like I said, I will cry on command, and it will be amazing.
0: Cry, like, share, and subscribe, and be sure to cry yep. when you do.
1: Share it on Twitter, Facebook, your friends. Text it to your mom, especially your mom.
2: Speaking of moms.
1: Yeah, speaking of moms, uh, let's talk about fruit Basket about Motherhood.
0: Yeah,
1: we'll talk about Momiji's mom, which is a total milf.
0: Yes. You like to bring up the mills every time. I mean, we're talking about
2: Fruits baskets, so it's kind of mandatory. It
0: is
1: yeah, all these all, all the fruit basket moms are
0: gorgeous. Freaking Momiji is, grew a fucking foot and a half.
2: <laughs> Man, <clears throat> so we're talking about that as a first say, yeah so i've heard from the manga readers uh mostly francesca shout out to her because she's like the guru of this anime francesca the, the girl. yes
0: who's francesca uh, the guru of fruits basket I, I heard
2: if you say fruits basket three times in the mirror it's been around three times that she will appear in the oh, mirror I oh, will shit. tell you what no, you no. Need to know. no 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 i got this I'm i got it up here.
0: wait, what wait
1: what what what's her name wait what do i say what's three times
2: you say Francesca. fruits basket three times, in a mirror, spanning around three times, and fruit she basket, appears in basket, the mirror. Wait,
0: where where the hell is eat
1: or where the hell is he?
0: Is he? E I went e? I went
1: to go do it, and
0: nothing happened. I don't see Francesca. Yeah, I don't she's see. She's not her. a character. Wait, are you in a bathroom?
1: No, she's not a fruits basket character. She's a real life person.
0: Oh shit! I was looking for. The... <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh no. I was looking for the character Francesca, and I didn't know that it's not a real person. <laughs> or sorry, that it's.
1: I'm done. So so yeah, Momiji grew yeah a foot and a half. Um, uh, I thought this was a really nice kind of closure to his. Mostly, I, I, there may be some more stuff with Momiji yet, but he grew up, and he broke the curse, and now <sighs> he's right. He doesn't need Akito, but how did he do that? But not only that, he doesn't need his mother, necessarily. He will find his own family, and he'll be okay. And so fuck you, couch. And, speak, <laughs> and speaking of what EA said, how did he do it? I, I think I had a... Maybe it was, I talked about it on the Fruits Basket podcast, but my theory was that maybe it's one of those things where it's different for everybody on how they break the curse. So I think maybe maybe the reason Kuruno broke the curse is because he had a realization that he wanted to help Akito or something and maybe that's what broke his curse and for Momiji for him it was probably breaking away from the trauma of his past and dealing with family and realizing his love for Toru and how it will it's unrequited and will never work out anyways. And and realizing that even though it is the end of a lot of roads for him, that there's still more to go for Momiji. And maybe that is how he broke the curse.
0: Fucking Akito knew right away. And she was like, no, please stay. Don't go, Momiji. And Momiji's like, bitch, I don't want you. And and I, I got to admit, Momiji was a fucking pimp at that moment. When he was basically just like, "I won't be with you," even when Akita was like slapping him and everything, he's just like, "Nah, fam, I'm done." And and you know he went to do his own thing. Freaking dude, trying to get with uh, get with uh, Toru, Shigure? No, no, he's trying to get with Tohru. Oh, Momiji, Momiji. Oh yeah, I yeah, was... yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to get with her, and and I I can't help but root for Kyo in this situation. Kyo, 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 Kyo. Kyo, Kyo. Freaking... Yeah, I mean, how can you not root for the guy? He's he's. I'll current. tell you. <laughs> well, I'll 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 let you speak, but let me I'll I'll let oh you. Uh, so basically. Kyo... Kyo like he's cursed like he's wait- you could tell he was fucking like pissed whenever Momid just like yeah I just broke the curse like it was nothing What's up and and freaking Kyo you know was pissed all right Sasuke tell me <laughs> Okay so
2: um I was joking but I oh, will okay. No 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 I will um defend Kyo Well, it's it's a lot to talk about with this episode. So, I want to start with, like, Momiji's love for Toru. Because this is something that has been sprinkled throughout Fruits Basket that I don't think people took as romantic
1: feelings. They kind of took it as platonic. I was going to say exactly this, yes.
2: Um, But people have to realize, I, I I think not only was, like, other characters were treating Momiji as a kid, but the fandom as well. Is because of his short stature but at the end of the day at the end of the day we have to realize that these interactions Momiji was having with with, with Toru there were interactions in which he was only a year younger than her and when I say that like I want you to put in context scenes like where the first scene we see of Momiji he kisses Toru another scene of uh, Momiji and Toru is where he sleeps in the same bed as, as her we seen them uh, just like be together in a lot of scenes and whatnot. And again, those are scenes that, without this episode, people can just play off as platonic and it's not romantic. But again, I think this episode, especially with Womiji, with him uh, like holding hands with Toro in this episode, was to show you like he is a young man, like those people were treating him as a child like he would never feel those feelings for toru but you know uh, toru is uh an attractive young lady so it makes sense for momiji to be attracted to her as well and she's nice so it makes sense it all makes sense um so it kind of just makes you look back at those scenes and make you think like okay these are like This is like the steps for Momiji to feel these feelings that uh, he stated in this episode for Toru. Um, Now, when it comes to Kyo, I really like what Momiji said to Kyo because it put him on notice. It told him that he could not be complacent if he wanted to progress progress his relationship with Toru. It told him that you think that you could just sit there and do nothing and not face some of the realities that are in front of you but i like toru that's that's what M- momiji was saying i like toru so she's not going to be single forever like that's that's not going to happen now she can wait on kyo for a little bit but there's no way she's going to just stay single for the rest of her life so momiji was announcing that if you don't make a move, I'm going to make a move. And I love that because it's it's Momiji being genuine. These are not feelings that he's just saying or th- this is not something he's just saying just to push Kyo into doing something. It's feelings he actually feels for Toru. We saw when he broke the curse and that he's looking at Toru and Kyo um, when they're in the hallways uh, and he says that like even though he's broke the curse, he still feels like that he can't, like, reach Toru, and that's because that he obviously sees that Toru is in love with Kyo, uh, just like how Kyo is in love with Toru. Um, so yeah, it's it's just like, I like the fact that Momiji's feelings on Toru was explored throughout this episode, and that he is kind of going to be the catalyst to push Kyo into making a move on Toru. I'll talk about some other things with that relationship, but yeah, I'll keep it at this for now.
1: Slotsky said or or EA, sorry, says on Twitch, fucking passing out lol, I overdid it.
0: Wait, what? (laughs) I think EA? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Okay. I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> Jesus I will, Christ. I will
1: never forget one of my friends, she was like, she would do this constantly. We'd be in Discord and we'd be talking and she'd be like, yeah, I'm going to listen to you guys while watching JoJo or whatever on my Switch and she'd just be laying in bed and then you would hear like, like on cue, like 20 minutes later, she's just snoring. And it's
0: <laughs> hilarious. Five hope you do that.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree with that thing, Sasi said, very, uh, pretty much, yeah, pretty much all of that. Um, and, uh, I think, I think as well, just Kyo is probably underestimating, you know, like, his own feelings for Toru as well. I think he thinks that these feelings will just go away or whatever, and that, like, oh, it'll be alright. But at the end of the day, if he doesn't take up upon this now, he's gonna have regrets. Because like, Toru is like super special towards him. and so it's
0: gonna end up with her. With him.
1: Oh yeah, obviously. I think at this point because it's gonna sign, sell, deliver.
0: Yeah,
1: well yeah, that's true. She's um, she
0: gonna get with him by default. <laughs> um...
1: But, like, and, and as well, like, you know, everybody says it in the fandom. Like, Toru is, like, like, she's the best. Like, she is, like, a walking therapist. She makes everything good. So, how how could you not pass up on, like, a girl like Toru? Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't, like, it doesn't, like, even I, in, in, like, in my high school loner phase, I'd be like, oh, shit. Okay, no, 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 no. She's even like at least like the like a person like Toru is is you never see people like that ever,
0: very rarely. The best around, (laughs) keep her down. Um,
1: but yeah. Other than that, uh, we got to see stuff with Machi and Yuki again, which was very adorable. Machi is just she's such a tsundere. It's just she's the best. Uh, and and.
0: Ears were red.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like at one like Yuki grabs her arm and you're like, Oh shit, they're gonna like just fucking they're gonna fuck. Bone. They're gonna fuck right here. And then they get interrupted. So That's always fun. I thought I was just expecting them to, to kiss right there, and that it really got me when they got interrupted. I'd never expected that, but I don't know. Maybe I-, I think the person we're gonna see break the curse next is probably Probably Yuki. Um, it's, it's
2: possible, but I don't see anybody in the main cast having their, um, having their curse broken. I feel like it would be more reserved for characters like Ayame, Hatori, Um, characters like that. Not, not Shigure, because even though he's not, like, a part of the main cast, he has so much relevance when it comes to Akito. Um, But I I I wanted to go back to what I was saying with Kyo and Toru and their relationship. Because Momiji's whole point with what he said to Kyo was that, you know, Toru's not going to stay single forever, so you need to make your move. Like, you can't just stay complacent. And this is my defense of Kyo in his actions, okay? So, throughout Fruits Basket, although it hasn't been explicitly said it has been implied in some instances at least to me this is my whole theory on the situation is that Kyo feels very guilty about Kyoko's death Toru's mother and that is a hindrance in, into why he tries to uh, or why he doesn't get as close to Toru as uh, a couple would be because he feels so guilty about that situation I think there's enough evidence to say that he was at the same place that Kyoko died because during the timing of Kyoko's death, um, almost immediately after that, Kyō trains in the mountains for four months, and we know that uh, through Cosma that he was like looking very distraught and out of place, and then we we saw the whole scene where he was at, uh he 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 visited. Uh, the tombstone of Kyoko along with Toru, Hana, Utani, and Yuki, and he felt guilt uh, as stated by Hana via the whole waves reading and whatnot. So I think through that we can surmise that he feels something about Kyoko's death and that maybe he was involved in it uh, directly or indirectly, we don't know yet because that hasn't been uh, shown to us fully, but I think that is a hindrance in him and Toru's relationship. And I think right now he's still running away from that situation. He still hasn't fully faced it. And I think when once he does, he will finally embrace Toru and uh become her boyfriend officially.
1: Oh damn, they're going to they're going to smash and they're going to make cat babies and Gonna no. live in a trailer park, and they're gonna no. get addicted to meth. And
2: oh, that sounds like a fun time. But no, they won't be cat. <laughs> they won't be cat babies because the cur- the curse will be broken. So they'll just be kill babies.
1: Kill, kill babies. Well, that's. I mean, that's even better. So, uh, they're gonna have some beautiful children. I'm t- like, holy crap! They're gonna be very nice, very intelligent.
2: True. I want to say, like, all fruit spats and care just look like models. Like everybody looks oh, yeah. very beautiful.
1: Yeah, everybody's freaking
2: gorgeous. Except for like Kyo's father, he looks hideous.
1: Yeah, he looks like an old man. <sniffs> Boomer. <laughs> Boomer.
2: <laughs> How dare he not look like a twenty year old?
1: Uh he, well, now being in your twenties is considered old, so
2: Oh yeah, if you're twenty five year old man now. Yeah. Just I'm go tw- ahead I'm f- and like yeah, I'm 25, so yeah. Yeah, get a pension. I'm fucked. Yep. Get not a cane, old oh, man.
1: I have one, but not for walking. Although I feel like it sometimes. I feel like at 24 my body started falling apart, so maybe I am fucking old. But uh, there's there's a a really creepy Shigurei moment with Toru, where I was like, <laughs> "You stop, you stop, bad man. You go away. You never, you never come back."
2: okay I uh, yeah it's a scene where they have the barbecue and whatnot, and Shigure says something like you know I wish I would have seen like someone like you in my dreams or something like that something to that effect like yeah I I remember like live reacting to that and I was like I understand what I understand what Shigure is saying but it just sounds very creepy especially when you end it off by whispering in her ear whispering sweet nothings yeah, <laughs> especially knowing that you're, you have a relationship with Akito, who was years younger than you. So it's like, yeah, it was it was creepy. But I don't think like the overall, like, takeaway should, should be like, it was creepy, but definitely in a moment, I'm like, this is kind of fucking creepy.
1: <sighs> Any final thoughts on the fruits basket?
2: Final thoughts? I have like... A million thoughts about this episode. Like this episode, I feel like it was like the most you could talk about Fruits Basket. But uh I think Yeah, probably, will... but
1: EA's dying, so
2: or dead. I haven't heard him <laughs> talk in like five minutes. EA? Okay, uh, so he's fucking dead.
0: I'm oh no, wait, I heard something. Slowly <laughs> rasping for life. I'm fading fast, y'all.
2: Okay, so I'm going to
0: get through KOA because I'm a champ. And I'm going to talk about my links. (laughs) Um, Fuck it, never mind. I'll just pass it. I
2: feel (laughs) like I'm running out of time.
1: Uh, Passing it too is a pretty good episode. Uh, EA, you passing it? Yes. (laughs) All right, EA, where can they find you?
0: Okay, I'm bringing this up. You can uh, find me at Everything Animated. Hopefully sober and not overdid like how I just did this. Um, You can find me on my Twitch, which is Killerzeek87. I recently played Pokemon, the new Pokemon Snap. So if you're a fan of Pokemon, come on over and snap your ass on over to my Twitch and we'll have ourselves a good time. And my last channel is with me and my girlfriends called All Elite Wrestling, no, All Elite Couple, where we talk about the wrestling and we do all that fun stuff, reactions. I think I may have overdid it. Because I drank two of those twenty-four ounces, and I, I'm ready to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I, I want to finish it. I, I want to say something. Okay. Here's to a hundred more, you wonderful, wonderful men, You because it's, it's uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's fun doing these and. Hopefully the next time I do no, I know. The next time I do this, I'll be I'll be awake. I'll be able to converse. But yeah, you guys are the greatest. Bring it in for a group hug. Okay. Right.
1: Okay. Uh Sasuke, where can they find you?
2: You can find me on uh Sasuke the Savage, where I upload miscellaneous content. The last uh two videos I uploaded was Kakegurui and uh, Watamote, two series that people do not give a fuck about, at least on my channel. But you guys will get whatever I put out. I may even put a, a video out for this one manga I'm reading about, actually let me not tell you what it's about because it's very, it might turn you off. Let's just say it's an etchy manga that is stupid. Stupid, but fun. Love Hina. Um No, it's not that not that but um i also um have another channel sasuke the reactor where i react to fruits basket every monday i always put those episodes out or the live reaction out before the podcast as well as jojo part four i'll probably take a break after i finish it but right now I'm up to episode 24 so yeah um that is about it i, I do want to say though This has nothing to do with my channel or anything, but I watched a video on Madoka Magica, the Rebellion movie, and it was very good. I really liked that video.
1: That's it. All right. Well, it's been over two years. Technically over 100 episodes, but 100 episodes. And, uh, there's been many iterations of the King of Anime Podcast. We've done it many different ways, and we have many different presentations and different logos, many of them shitty besides this one we're using now. Um, but I do want to say thank you all for watching. I know we're, like, at 16 concurrent, which is, you know, for a channel that has 37,000 subscribers, it doesn't make much sense. But it's all because of AOT. So... Yeah, that's all I want to say on that. <laughs> if you're confused at viewer counts, but like, holy crap, people donated almost four hundred dollars. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck?
2: you are insane.
1: So, of course, here's to hundred more. We will get there, I promise. If we've done it for hundred episodes, there's, there's honestly nothing stopping us from getting to two hundred. Unless you know they stop making anime, pretty much. So in that case, let's get to three hundred, and then six million. Um, of course, share this out with everyone. If you haven't already, give this podcast a like. It's uh what gets this podcast out to other people and tells YouTube, hey, this is pretty cool. So uh, would greatly appreciate that kind of thing. Ah. Uh, as well, tomorrow, Fruits Basket Podcast. Uh, Saucy's doing one tomorrow, I think a couple hours before mine, or maybe we're doing it a couple hours before his. We're covering uh, the most recent episode and last week's episode of Fruits Basket. So uh, come out there. We'll, we'll talk about it in depth with Rising Sun Reviews. Should be a grand old time. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, next week. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Johnny.